2: your perfect home, sweet home.
0: Hey, this is Dan Hansis alongside Chris Wessling. Hey, Dan, Mark Sessler and the boss Greg Rosenthal. where the Around the NFL podcast. Check us out three times a week as we discuss the latest NFL news as it happens. Always, of course, with a touch of mirth. Subscribe at NFL.com/podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher.
2: And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's
0: up, everybody? DJ Bucky here. And uh, we are marching towards week three of the NFL season. We've got a big week four of college football ahead. we got a lot to talk about today. Buck, how are you doing, my friend?
3: Man, I'm doing okay. We just shot some nice little videos that everyone can check out on YouTube. Uh, previewing a couple matchups: Sunday night football, Monday night football, even the Josh Norman Odell Beckham Jr. matchup.
0: Yeah, the Odell Beckham uh, Josh Norman battle is going to be a fun one. So that's a a good little preview. You can check it out there. I will. Uh, I'll tell you. I quote some lyrics from an '80s band, <laughs> '80s musician. I should say, not a band. So you can check that one out, uh, Buck. I figure, uh, as always, as we get into this on our Thursday episode here, we will uh, we'll go through these NFL games, every one of them, with the one question we have. We'll pick back. Uh, ping back and forth on that one. And then we'll make our college predictions. I'm on a, a desperate comeback here. Sully, producer behind the glass, is on an epic uh, drop-off right now. And he's so okay, spooked we- out about his volunteers <laughs> playing Florida. Uh, I mean, he's got his volunteer shirt on. and uh, mm-hmm. He's nervous. It's not, it's not that. I didn't really notice that he was wearing the volunteer shirt. I noticed that he was wearing a lot of worry.
4: <laughs> uh, and, and a little bit of fear. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of uh, angst on your face. A lot of angst. I'm uh, nervous. I'm nervous, fellas. It's what 11 years does to you. Just, oh. I heard you're so- nervous on a Thursday. I was nervous last Sunday. <laughs> wow. Like walking in the office, I'm like, all right, it's, it's Florida week. Like, I, somebody, I was. that's how much torture Florida has put us through over 11 years. I was
0: listening to uh, Mike and Mike when I was driving in this morning, and they were quoting an article, so I don't know where they quoted it from. They They said, but I can't remember. But it was all that's changed since the last time uh, Tennessee.
4: Uh, I was in where, middle school, fellas. Ooh, wow! I'll give you an idea.
0: Yeah, somebody said the, you know the iPhone hadn't been invented, the uh, Facebook didn't exist. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, all this stuff. It's pretty bad. That ain't good. No. Um, and then it said I want to say that they had a trivia question that was only three, only three college coaches are in the same or still the same head coach in the same spot since that. Oh wow. Yeah. wow! So I was trying to guess who it was. Maybe Stoops. Some, I, Stoops was, I thought, Ferentz probably. Yeah, Ferentz yeah, for sure. Stoops, Ferentz, and I thought maybe TCU.
4: Patterson. Yeah, probably is it. Yeah, that's That was it. my guess. In yeah. the
0: car, when I was half asleep, those were my guesses. <laughs> uh, but anyways, hey, before we get into these games and everything, Buck, we were just talking uh, uh, before we started here about what a sweet position the Philadelphia Eagles find themselves in. It looks like they have found a franchise quarterback. I know it's two games and you don't want to get the cart before the horse, but so far, all signs point in that direction. And we were just saying, you know, kind of like when the Seahawks had Russell uh, in place, man, I, you know, I, I kind of equate it to, you know, you've got the house. Mm-hmm. It's on a firm foundation. Like, you're buying some furniture and some 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 blinds, you know, some shutters, some paint. <laughs> that stuff's a lot easier to shop for than, than trying to find the house itself. They've got that now.
3: Yeah, I mean, with with the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is what everyone hopes for with the new uh, CBA and the way that you can do those five-year deals, um, at really manageable rates, it allows you to build up to other areas of your team. And so we, we watch the Seattle Seahawks do it with Russell Wilson they have Russell Wilson so then they were able to pay Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Bobby Wagner and some of the other guys Doug Baldwin just got paid Um, and it allows you to do that so you can have that core together for in the next four or five years and then when the time comes that you have to pay the young quarterback you're fine because those guys that you've committed to, hopefully in that four or five year run, maybe you've gotten close enough to win a Super Bowl tighter or not. And then you're continuing to draft well so you can have their replacements in tow. So when you do have to kind of flip your economic model, when the money goes more to the quarterback than other guys, you have young guys in place to replace those veterans that you kind of committed to.
0: And no question. And you have some of that upfront money, he takes care of some of those other contracts, put a bunch of that money up on the front end. Um, so it makes by sense. T- by the time, yeah, by the time you have to pay the quarterback, maybe those cap numbers aren't quite as large on those guys you already extended. Right.
3: The way, I mean, if you're very, very creative in the way that you go about building your deals, you certainly can do that. I think the thing that we've seen from the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos are a team that's kind of shifted and done some of those things where they're making it with Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon, two guys on low rookie deals, so now they can have Von Miller get the amount of money that he has. You have Chris Harris and to leave, and TJ Ward and some of those other guys in the back end making big-time money. You still have to make some decisions about how you want to distribute it, but we've seen they've been able to retain Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. And so if you can find the rookie passer and your team is a little more systematic on offense where the quarterback isn't necessarily it's about him, it's about the system and finding the right guy, maybe you can get it done. It's just that. I think as many teams want to try that. I don't know if they have the personnel departments nor the coaching staffs to be able to make that happen. No question.
0: And by the way, apologies to uh, to Browns fans. I think I jinxed them, Buck. I had uh, I'd. I tweeted out of something along the lines of, you know, hey, hasn't been a great start for the Browns, but man, Corey Coleman looks like Steve Smith so far, so you've got that to hold on to. And then I swear to you, it was within 48 hours the guy, the kid breaks his hand at practice.
3: How about we go? i be on a limb and say that Cody Kessler is going to make him. He's going. He's going to help him. He's going to help him get a win. You think Cody Kessler's going to help the Browns get a win? Cody Kessler's going to help. I'm going to go big. Do you want
0: to jump in these games right now, then? I'm,
3: I'm I'm not, go right there. To, we don't have to jump. I'm just going to say. I, I, I just feel I feel like Cody's going to pull something out of the game. That might the be the best
4: thing that happens to USC all season. <laughs>
3: wow. Yeah, that's
4: been
0: a, well, they got a Shot. tough one, too. they got Utah Friday night. Yikes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's I'd jump into tough. the games here, Buck. But let's start with the Thursday nighter. Yeah. Texas or Texans at Patriots. You want to do our question thing here? Should I start us off? Yeah, you can start us. Um, Can the Patriots block the
3: Texans? Uh, I don't think they can block the Texans up front. The offensive line has struggled traditionally anyway, but that Houston Texans front line is outstanding. Uh, J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney is coming on like game busters. Winnie Merculis, they have everything that you look for in a front seven. And so it's going to be tough for them to block them. But what I would bank on if I'm a Patriots fan, Josh McDaniels is going to spread them out. They're going to bubble screen them to death. They're going to do some creative things to get the ball out of Jacoby Brissett's hands. And I think they may be able to neutralize their pass rush by playing quick. Yeah, like Dante Skarniecki
0: coming back to the Patriots, I think, has is, is been a huge addition. I think you know some of the changes they've made in the offensive line, even they're missing some tackles out there, I think, uh, along the interior, playing a little bit better. So uh, I think they're going to have a uh, – I think they're going to have a tough time blocking him, but like you said, everything's going to come out of uh, Brissett's hands quick. They're going to try and run the ball. I think they're going to have trouble doing that, though, against the Texans. I like the Texans in this game, Buck, but you mentioned Jacoby Brissett. We have a video, by the way. It's done done pretty well. We've got a lot of views on there on YouTube. You can check it out. If you don't know much about the Patriots' new quarterback, uh, we'll kind of fill you in on his evaluation and uh, and what he was like coming out of NC State, a little bit on his background and what to expect from him. So I like the Texans in this game, Buck.
3: Who are you going with, the Patriots? Yeah, we'll go to Patriots. Okay. All right, let's I'm go to Patriots. I, I, I believe they can do that. All right,
0: let's move on to the uh, to the Sunday games.
3: Now we got Cardinals at Bills. Hey, my biggest question getting into this game is: Will the offense look any different under Anthony Lynn than it looked under Greg Roman? It's <sighs> a good question. I'll tell you what. One of the things that was interesting
0: is the narratives. I, I have to go back and double check this. Sully, can you pull up the box score from last week for the Bills game? Because one of the popular lines was the the outrage look I I know Greg Roman I like Greg Roman I thought it was ridiculous that you fire somebody that early but one of the lines everybody keeps trumpeting is they scored thirty points. you fire them after they scored thirty points didn't they have a defensive score in that game against the Jets I no. want to say uh, Kel Roby scored in that game did it, he maybe he may have scored
3: and also um, and they scored like seven it, it, points it, in the it, in it, week, it, one it week one against it's Baltimore it was very terrible week one it's very random how they scored because yeah. remember Tyrod Taylor escaped a pocket and threw one down the field to solace. and then they had another deep ball where they hit Marquise good one over the top of Revis, but it wasn't like it was a systematic dismantling of the Jets yeah. defense. And I'm not saying that Greg Mullen should have been fired, but it certainly not they wasn't, weren't great on offense. They, as well, they, I'm getting they weren't at. great. And so I think I think it's beyond that. I think the big thing that they were missing, Shady McCoy, Sammy Watkins, and Tyrod Taylor, for whatever reason they were out of kilter whoever's in charge, and Anthony Lynn is in charge now, they have to make sure that their three best players find a way to always have some kind of impact on the game.
0: That's a tough matchup, too. I think the Cardinals uh,
3: dropped the Bills to 0-3 here, Buck. Oh, that's tough as a former Buffalo Bill. I want to say Bills, but I think the Cardinals have a defensive advantage. All right, Raiders, Titans.
0: Now, this is going to be an interesting one, Buck, because this Titans defense has been playing pretty good here with Dick LeBeau. Very good. Uh, they're rolling I'm going to ask you though a question about the quarterback for the Titans Marcus Mariota we're going to see them push the ball down the field this Raiders pass defense is not good they have struggled mightily are we going to see finally see Mariota kind of open this thing up a little bit down the field
3: I think they have to take shots Um, I'm writing about the Raiders defense for my notebook and I was surprised at how poorly they've performed Khalil Mack hasn't been able to get anywhere near the quarterback they're struggling in the back end Sean Smith was playing poorly. Keith McGill, the safety was playing, by, playing bad. That's why we'll see Carl Joseph step into the lineup. I do believe that Marcus Mariota should have some opportunities to take shots down the field. He has to be willing to pull the trigger. We've known from the time we've watched him at Oregon to now how he's played the first couple years in Tennessee. He's a little more conservative when it comes to like letting it go. I think this is the week he has to let it go, and I think they can get some opportunities off play action passes.
0: I'll tell you what, this Raiders—what a disappointment it would be if they somehow lost this football game, which I think is is very possible here. Uh, let's go, Redskins Giants, Buck.
3: Well, I mean, DJ, I, I think I think the big thing is using your scouting hat. Do you think the Redskins should put Josh Norman on Odell, Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Well, I, I do. I, I think they should. And you know, to me, a little bit of it is economics. You know how much you you pay a guy, you expect that. And I just think, um, and we we talk about this a little bit in our preview video of this game. I think you've got a couple options with how you play him. Not just you know does he match up, but how you use him. I think I think ideally. You let Josh Norman get into him at the line of scrimmage and give him a little bit of help over the top. Mm-hmm. Try and take him away. Look, if you lose, if you lose because you you're, you can't cover Victor Cruz or because Sterling Shepard gets loose, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to live with that. But do not let Odell Beckham Jr. beat you. And I think Josh Norman, when he has some help over the top, he's fantastic. And I think if you gonna play him, if he plays off where he can have his eyes on the quarterback, uh, maybe give up some stuff underneath. But he's pretty good at that too. So I'm interested to see how they use him. In this contest,
3: yeah, I think I think it's very important that they figure out a way to use him. I do believe they have to take away the Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. Look, they're playing at home, playing in Giants Stadium. If Odell Beckham gets loose early, it's going to change the momentum. You're going to feel the energy in the crowd. It's going to be electricity there that can be overwhelming. I think you have to neutralize him. Make someone else win this game. If if I'm the Washington Redskins, it can't be OBJ. By the way, if you're if you are the Giants here, you got to be at least
0: tempted. Play number one. Max protection, play action. Oh, take a
3: shot and just take a shot. Yeah, I mean, I'm, wh- why not? Like take a shot early. I mean, because if they hit a haymaker early, you're talking about how demoralizing that would be if he's able to hit a shot on Josh Norman. I think that it's in a big message. Over under on the uh, on
0: 30 seconds for the celebration of that touchdown. If they hit that to Odell Beckham.
4: Uh, I
3: mean, it would be a 15.
4: It's over. Penalty. I mean, easy a
0: 15 yard penalty.
4: When I was uh, putting together the tapes for our, for our video yesterday. And uh, we're one of one of the tapes we break down is is his touchdown from last year, and he celebrated literally until he, when he got on the sidelines, mm-hmm. walking all the way up and down the sidelines. He was he was literally laying on him. So I think I think 30. he'd be a little more subdued. Yeah, this year
3: I th- I think he's gotten the message that it's a big thing. I think he'll be more know. of a run off the field, and he may play with the crowd. But I don't I don't, I don't know
4: about that because he'd be a little more. They they, they they drew something like five or six. Uh, uh, penalties just between the two of them just fight in, in fighting Um, yeah I think I think uh, maybe going into it that's his thought but once once they start swinging on each other and and, and getting each other's face he's, he's gonna lay he's gonna lay it on heavy when he scores yeah
0: by the way just real quick my fame my favorite quote that we have here in the uh, the research was is a Janoris Jenkins to the New York Post on Josh Norman after week one I think when you're paying somebody 70 mil, there shouldn't be no game plan. The game plan should be, you're on this guy. (laughs) Janoris Jenkins breaking it down. Nicely done. That's classic. Um, All right, Buck, so we've got uh, next one here. We've got Browns at Dolphins. Okay, well, I mean, I was going to go in a different direction, but since you teased it at the top, you really think Cody Kessler is going to get the Browns their first win? They get it done. They get it done. Wow.
3: They get it done. So you've got
0: your center's out. Your center's out. Doesn't matter. Corey Coleman's out. Yeah. Josh Norman's still suspended. Josh Gordon, yeah. Sorry, Josh yeah, Josh Josh Gordon. I've got Josh Norman on the brand. Uh look, we've
3: seen we've seen in this league, for one game, anything can happen. And I'm just saying This Dolphins team is 0-2 and desperate. Yeah, but so the Browns are 0 2 and desperate. And the Browns toughed Dolph- out. The Dolphins have dudes. They do have dudes. Kinda. And they did kind of d- discover Devontae Parker and the Browns got loose. They did. They, they did. They got loose. I'm I'm just saying that I think Cody Kessler finds a way to have a productive game. I mean, would I bet my house payment on it? No, but I think it's gonna be a little tighter than we think. This reminds me of just, hey, how was
0: the movie? Oh, it was great. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, what what'd you like about it?
3: Well, you know, it was it was okay. You know, they
0: had like it was, it was all right. I mean, they had kind of a, this one cool scene. Uh, yeah, but you you, you loved it. Like, was the acting great? Was the acting? It was okay. It wasn't. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's good. Like. Randomly. Wait a second. You just went from like, this is the greatest movie. You just totally walked that whole thing back. I didn't right walk it there. back. You walked it He's
3: back. going to have a big game. You want me to say he's going to have a three-minute game? You no, want a no. bold prediction? Yeah. You want a bold prediction? Cody Kessler goes for three bills. Yeah. Woo, I'm writing that one down. Put it down. Three bills. All right. I, I I didn't say how many interceptions, but three bills.
0: Hold on one second.
3: Three bills. I don't want to laugh with the headset on. <laughs> three I bills. To take it off
0: for a second. Three bills.
3: I'm going big. You know what? I'm going to text. I'm going to text. I 3 hunji. Yes. 3 hunji. They're not going to be able to run, so they're going to have to throw. They have to throw. You saw by him, A. Sully.
0: Sully behind the glass. You're yep. not a uh you're not considered a full-time employee, right? No. <laughs> so, I didn't know like wait, cuz I just didn't know our philosophy. Do we do drug testing? <laughs> no. At, at the NFL media? No. Yeah, okay, cuz I think we might need to instant yeah. that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Based on, yeah, yeah, record. based on the prediction, right? Three hundred. Man, we saw
0: Jimmy Garoppolo come out and go boom, 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 boom. What grade did you give Jimmy Garoppolo coming out? Oh, no, I gave him like a second one. Grade. What grade did you give Cody Kessler coming out? Well,
3: you know. Yeah, man, okay, next game. Next, that's I, it.
0: Trust me, that's fine. You got your brown season ticket renewal. You're
3: good. Ravens, Jags, Buck. Oh, this is your question. Okay. Did we overhype? Blake Bortles going into the I think year. you could kind of point to the Jags in, in general, which
0: is maybe a little bit early. To me, Blake Bortles is getting all the attention, and, and you had that stat, which was really fascinating. I mean, he got, what, like, three first-quarter touchdowns in, like, 31 like games? Yeah,
3: three first-quarter touchdowns. So 46 in the three quarters combined after that in those other
0: games. Yeah, so, look, it, I, I think we both have had our reservations about Blake Bortles. I think there's a lot of talent there, but I think – Maybe we got a little bit ahead of – the media got ahead of themselves a little bit here.
3: To me, the bigger question,
0: Miles Jack, what the heck – what's going on? We can't get
3: him on the field? That is questionable. Like, uh, Miles Jack, I want to say even Dante Fowler wasn't – Dante had a – he had a sack against the Chiefs. Yeah, but I don't know if he was starting originally. So – you know, you got a lot of young players. At some point, you got to throw them on the field. And I know Gus Bradley is uh, fighting for his job. He's doing everything. But uh, I think their young players are probably like his saving grace. He has to get them on the field and see if they can do it with their athleticism and hope that the experience catches up later down the road.
0: One of the things we did on uh, on Total Access yesterday when we were, I was breaking down uh, Phillip Rivers. Paul Puzlesny against Travis Benjamin? Yeah, I don't like that matchup. What are we doing here, guys? I don't like that matchup. Come on now. Alright, uh we've got Lions at Packers. Okay, here's the easy one. I I mean we are we are I've never seen Aaron Rodgers take the heat he's taking right now. Everybody's put throwing all these numbers and he's been, hasn't had a hundred plus passer rating in all these fourteen games. straight games. I mean, he is getting fourteen straight games. That is a talking point right now. So I I'm gonna just put it out there. Aaron Rodgers, are we gonna see him absolutely destroy? The Lions. He looked upset when he was talking in front of his locker the other day. Like he, he kind of one of those dudes. I think that acts like, yeah, look, no, I just, you know, I do my own thing. I don't worry. But he reads everything. That's kind of the vibe I got.
3: Oh, I think he reads everything. I think the problem is, and you know, I put a lot of stock into Jordy Nelson coming back, and every, you know, every do, 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 everybody goes back, back to their brain. role. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll do it, but they have a tough time getting open. And I think once teams have seen that, Intel, they they're continuing to do it. The other issue that they have. Without running the ball successfully, their Achilles heel has always been when people trotted out two-man, meaning they played two deep safeties over top, five underneath defenders in man-to-man coverage. Begging you to run the ball. Begging you to run the ball, but undercutting all the underneath routes, that has been the recipe to beat them for the longest time. So until Eddie Lacy gets on track, Aaron Rodgers is going to continue to struggle because his guys can't uncover. And so – He's great. He can make a million unscripted plays. I just think it's hard because the, the, the word is out on them. And 14 games, that's a long time to go with a passer rating below
4: 100. Uh, I don't think he turns it around against more, the Lions. More yards on Sunday, Bucky Kessler or Rodgers. Oh, Rogers.
0: My gosh. Come on. Jeez. Let's go with Kessler. Oh, <laughs> man.
3: Let's go with Kessler. Wow! Yes. How many yards did Rogers have last week? He had one
0: ninety-nine two weeks ago. No, no. Jags. Like Jags. even last 99. year, he didn't
4: have a, he didn't have a big week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one ninety-nine. Two weeks in a row he had one. Or he had 213, 199, 213. I mean – So I mean, far, okay. 412. Come on, you can
3: stage.
0: dust off the holes and yeah, give yeah. me 213. No, I get you 111 one on 40 throws. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got uh, Broncos, Bengals here, Buck.
3: Broncos, Bengals. Do you believe that Andy Dalton can get it done against the Orange Crush? Whew, that secondary is tough, man.
0: Um, Look, I – I'm going to say no, he does not get it done against them. But it's kind of a trick here. I think the Bengals win the game in a low-scoring game. And I think the Bengals' defense gets the football a couple times. And it's a low-scoring
3: game. Oh, so the Bengals you're not, win. You're not, buying, you're not buying into the Trevor Simeon thing. I'm not buying. I've never bought into that. You're but not, I, the rest of the team is pretty darn good. The rest of the team is pretty good. But they're scoring I, more I, points I, than they did last year. More yards. Converting a higher percentage on third down than they had been under Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. Trevor Simeon does have three interceptions. But – He's C.J. Kind of Anderson's been game.
0: running and catching, doing all kinds of stuff. He's been a little bit better than I anticipated. I still think we're going to see more Devontae Booker as the season rolls along. I'm not I'm not going to back off that. But, uh, no, I, I think the Bengals end up winning a low-scoring game here. I think the Bengals' defense steps up. They're, they're smarting a little bit after that loss to Pittsburgh.
3: Uh, they should be. Uh, this is still a really, really good team. I think they have to kind of have this one, though. I know they're 1-1. One uh, you just don't want to fall too far behind the Pittsburgh Steelers in that race.
0: All right, we got Vikings at Panthers. This to me maybe the game of the week. And uh I just want to know who gets the advantage here when you look at the Panthers offense and what they're doing with those power forwards on the outside Oof.
3: versus the Vikings defense. Man, it's hard to bet against because your eyes will tell you that Kelvin Benjamin is back. Devin Funchess has really improved a lot. Cam Newton is still a dangerous playmaker from the pocket. And they kind of found something in Fozzie Whitaker, giving them a little dynamic action out of the backfield. They Vikings defense, though. I'm absolutely in love with the Vikings defense. I do believe the Panthers have a decided advantage on the outside with Kelvin Benjamin. I just don't know who matches up with them. They're so big on the outside. So I'm going to go with the Panthers in this one. But this game is going to be a last-minute affair. How about the
0: uh the Vikings, man, you lose. I mean, Khalil wasn't playing. He's not that great, but he's your starting left tackle gone. Obviously, the league's leading rusher, Adrian Peterson, gone. And You already lost your quarterback before
3: that. Man, that's crushing. It is crushing, but because they're kind of built um, the right way with the defense. Kind of like the Broncos last year, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they're able to kind of keep the score down and find a way to do it. But, you know, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound crazy, but I think they have pretty good hands in their running game. I think – Matt Asiata and Jerick McKinnon should be able to run the ball effectively. Uh, look, let's be honest. Uh, Adrian Peterson wasn't having a lot of success running the ball, and I know he commanded some eight-man boxes and made it easy for Stefan Diggs and those guys to uh, have room on the outside. But it may flip. They may become a little more pass-centric, which allows them to face more double-high safety looks, which allows them really to clean the box and run the ball. So uh, I still think the Vikings are a formidable foe, but I'm going to say the Carolina Panthers in this one.
0: I'm going to say the Panthers, too. Now, I'm not going to – I'm not confident on this, but I'm just guessing here. I, I don't know if I want to do this or not. This is really putting myself out there. This could be embarrassing. But I am going to say, this is my bold prediction, that Cam Newton, wait for it, he's going to have more yards than Cody Kessler. <laughs> yeah, he is. I know this is crazy to buck. He doesn't uh, understand this. but More yards, so he's going
3: to have a 300-yard passing game?
0: What? No, I say he's going to have more yards than Cody Kessler. He's gonna have a 300-yard. He's gonna need game? to get to 300 yards. A to have 300-yard more.
3: passing game against those vaunted Doesn't Minnesota Vikings.
0: What's your? By the way, but I can't leave this alone. Give me the number. You said over 300. So give me the number.
3: I mean, if his Price is Right, I'll say 301. Okay, you're going Cody Kessler for 301. I love that. 301. Answer. Okay. I love that answer. From, because here, here's from the From a Price is Right fan right uh, there. Uh, uh, so 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 here here's why. Because if we're taking a fantasy football angle, the Browns will probably not be able to run the ball effectively against the Dolphins. That means that Cody Kessler is probably going to have 40-plus attempts. I'm just thinking in 40-plus attempts, maybe he completes 20 to 25 of those. I think that's more than enough opportunity. I'm going to do a uh, –
0: this is a commercial that having been in California for how many years now, Buck? Uh, Let's see. I've been since 2001. 2001. Sully, you might not know this because I don't know if they even aired these commercials anymore, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of a different take on the theme song, and it's going to be for this game, okay? Okay. Three and out. Three and out. Oh, you think it didn't go three That's and out? That's what a Browns game is. All about <laughs> three and out. Yeah.
4: Now, keep in mind this matchup Speaking of Three and Out, we have a great video called Three and Out on YouTube too. Nice plug. Yeah. Just yeah, so you know, this matchup is a little compelling
3: because Vance Joseph, the defense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins, came off of what staff? Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. Who was the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati? You. They know each other well. There's a little there's a little back and forth between them, a little intel. I'm just saying. It may not look as lopsided as it appears on paper. That's all. Here's the problem, Buck. <laughs> I can go to the. Gym. I, love, I, that you, I, I can,
0: love that you hate Cody Kessler. I don't. I, love I don't. It, I love I, that it hurts you. I don't. You know what? I may go out on a limb and say he's going to be offensive player of the week. Look, I know. I know Reggie Wayne. I've got to see him. I've I got to know him around the network. That doesn't mean because I know him, I can cover him.
3: <laughs> I mean, that has nothing. I mean, they got better dudes. I've, I've seen, I just don't know who he's going to throw seen, the ball to. Wait a minute. I, I, I've seen Byron Maxwell struggle on the edge a little bit. No, I'll give you that. He's I mean, I like Xavier anyway. like Howard a little bit. I mean, he's okay. He's a nice little player. But, I mean, look, they play really well against the Seattle Seahawks offense. But then we saw the Seattle Seahawks go out to the L.A. Rams and score three points. So, let's not just make the Miami Dolphins the killer bees. You are all in on Hugh. No, no, no. This is not you. This about Hugh. I'm all in on Cody Kessler. No, you're not. I know.
0: I know. I'm all this is about Hugh. This is about Cody you can dress Kessler. Dress it up as Cody Kessler. It's Cody Kessler. What's the next game? Rams at Bucks. This, this is, is classic Rams, by the way. This is, you know, they play Seattle really tough, but then they could just lay an egg against the Bucks.
3: I mean, you, the Rams—they are a box of chocolates at the NFL. <laughs> you <laughs> you never know what, what, you're, know what gonna you're gonna get. You never know what you get. Um my big thing is no one has really talked about this, but Ty Girls had a tough time getting on track. Can he get on track against the Buccaneers defense? No. 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 Quiet. quiet.
0: the Bucks are it? gonna sell out to stop him. And they're gonna make they're gonna make Case Keenum throw the ball. And I'll say in this game we're gonna see Jared Goff. Oh that's my bull prediction. Oh, oh. I mean, he's Whoa. Not gonna, he's nice. not gonna throw for that Cody Kessler yardage. But he's, throw for but he's uh but we're gonna see him in this game. I think the Buccaneers win this one. The 300 yard number really irks you. Like that irks you. Like that kind of <laughs> like the holy grail. I just know that I, as long as I've played this three, thing out 300 yards. 300 yards it kind of irks you. You're going to be you're going to be all over that that, oh, that text wait. message. Thread. I can't wait. I can't wait. This is what they're going to lose like 50 to nothing. It doesn't they matter 300, 303.
3: 3 300. <laughs> like it's, it's it's a math equation. 21 for, <laughs> for 60. <laughs> 21 for 60 for 303. He's come out laying egg in the first yeah. quarter. And I'm, oh, and I'll,
4: never like, the yeah. I'll never hear the yeah. end of it. I'll never hear the end of it.
0: Let's go uh, Niners, Seahawks. Is it, uh, is it my turn here, Buck? Niners,
3: Seahawks. Are we going to see Cap? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. Um, You know, say what you want. Blaine Gabbert has been okay. Uh, They didn't play necessarily great against the Carolina Panthers, but – he found a rhythm a little later. The big thing about the 49ers, uh, Chip Kelly's offense, um, it's simple. The tempo can give people problems, but the great thing about the Seahawks and why they have traditionally have given him problems, their defense is also simple and generic. They just kind of line up and play. And so I don't think in a uh, who's better matchup on the outside or whatever that the 49ers receivers and playmakers are better than the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks get this one. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm with you on that. All right, we got Jets, Chiefs.
3: Jets and Chiefs. You know, it's, this is this is a tough one. Um, Matt Forte as an over thirty running back taking on the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Can Matt Forte sustain this pace that he's on? Because he's playing like a touch a
0: lot of a lot of touches, man. I think you got to dial that back a little bit. Preserve him. Um, I'm looking forward to. Now, we didn't touch it. We probably should have done, even done a video on this one. I missed the boat on this, but man, those Jets receivers uh, against your corner out there, Marcus Peters. Ooh, that's... Marcus Peters is fun to watch. Now he is gonna he
3: is going to play aggressive. You're gonna get some. He's gonna get some. He he's definitely he's definitely going to go after it. Um, you know the thing about the Jets, the Jets are gonna spread you out and they're gonna pick your part and they're. Uh, Receiver was it Quincy Anunua? Quincy Anunua Anunua Yeah he, Anunua nice. Anunua he's, he's kind of oh, he's kind of emerged as nice, a nice yeah. difference maker. It almost makes you forget that they took was it Devin Smith? Was it yeah, from second Ohio second? State. he's been a non-factor, non-factor second round pick a year ago was supposed to be a vertical threat. He's been a non-factor, and in fact, his teammate Jalen Marshall has yeah. also jumped into the mix and gotten into the rotation. So. You know, I, I'm not a huge Ryan Fitzpatrick fan, but the way that Chan Gailey has kind of created this offense, where you have Matt Forte running the ball, and then they kind of spread it out and throw it to those basketball players on the outside, they're tough. The Chiefs have a tough
4: matchup. Who wins that? <sighs> Peters, Peters, and and the the wideouts. Not I'll the
0: take the, I'll take the wideouts. I love Peters. I, look, he's that's going, Bucky's yeah. guy. He's gonna look. He's gonna make a play on the ball. I just think he's gonna give up some stuff down the field. He does give yeah.
4: up stuff like that. Is a high, I I high risk, high Exactly reward. like last week with with Hopkins. Yeah, Marshall or somebody's gonna score on him, but he he might get a pick.
0: There you go. Uh, next game here, Buck. This is an interesting one. This is you always talk about. You know, strength versus strength when those are fun. How about the Chargers? This is the opposite of strength versus strength with no Keenan Allen. And we saw, you know, some of these young guys play well. Travis Benjamin did a nice job last week. But you've got kind of a a newer receiving core for the Chargers going up against a Colts secondary that's just been ravaged with injury. Who gets the best of that?
3: Man, it's tough because you almost have a no-name Chargers receiving core. And I don't know what they're playing with in in Indianapolis. Yeah. I would have to go to the Chargers, and I think one of the reasons why the Chargers receivers will get off, Melvin Gordon is kind of getting going a little bit. Getting going had his first 100-yard game. If he can establish himself as a legitimate or a credible threat as a runner, those one-on-one matches, we know that F- Phillip Rivers will find them. I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one because I like that matchup. I think the interesting thing to watch is the narrative that's beginning to change on Andrew Luck. Um, I think so He's many of us were – We're tied into what we said about him when he was coming out of Stanford. That maybe he won't live up to what we said in terms of like some people said he was the best quarterback prospect since John Elway or those things. But maybe he'll never reach that like premier status that we thought he would be based on his talent and stuff.
0: No, I think some of that's legitimate. I mean, they uh, look they had a tough one last week against the against the Broncos. That's a really good defense, and they puttered around for a while before they eventually got it going. I think this is going to be a real high-scoring game. So to answer your question, track to, me. You think yeah, you're to track me? to answer my question, I think the Chargers. They're, they're Philip Rivers is really good now, and the way he spreads the ball out, doesn't care who he's throwing to. I think they're going to get after the Colts' DBs a little bit. But I think we we're going to see kind of like I'm going with the Aaron Rodgers thing here, where Aaron Rodgers has been kind of called out a little bit. I think he responds. I think Andrew Luck, with all the the, the heat he's catching, may be a little bit overrated. He responded this week. I think the Colts win at home in a shootout over the Chargers. Does Joey Bosa play? Is Joey Bosa gonna finally play? He's been practicing. I read that he had been practicing, so we'll uh, see if I we mean, get. Him ho- out hopefully, there. a show
3: up before the end of
0: the season. They got some nice pieces on that defense, though. I mean, the the two linebackers are just kind of steady guys with Teo, and then uh, uh, my boy from uh, Miami, Denzel Perriman. Um, but then up front, when you've got legit, you've got Melvin Ingram, who's
3: turned into a nice player, yep.
0: and Jason Vratz playing as well as anybody in the back.
3: I mean, they 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 have. Solid pieces. And, you know, you want You could say that they gave away their first game because they were dominating the Kansas City Chiefs, their opening part. Then Keenan Allen goes down. They kind of lost some of their momentum. But this is a huge game because I think it's important for the Chargers to get to 2-1 and one in that division. Look, they've been kind of calling for Mike McCoy's job. I hoping my guy can stave it off. But they need to play better. Ken Wisenhunt has been a good addition or readdition to the team because he's kind of stabilized that offense and kind of given them some balance that we didn't see him even use in Tennessee. All right,
0: let's go through the rest of these quick when we can get to these college games. Steelers, right. Steelers, Eagles. by the
4: way, is questionable, I think. So, he's Bosa, okay. Yeah, yeah, he he practiced though.
0: Steelers, Eagles, Buck. I mean, I look. The Eagles two and zero. They've got two lopsided wins. Wentz looks great. I think that they'll do okay offensively. I just, to me, when you look at the Eagles defense, they got no corners and the Steelers at wide receiver. I just, I can't imagine Ben throws. Le- Ben's gonna go north of three fifty this week. Wow, you think he's going to dial it up like that? What about that pass rush? They've got, but the Steelers offensive line's gotten better. And look, I. I I just think in the back end, the way they can get the ball out, they're going to make those guys try and tackle. I, I just think this is a bad matchup for, for the Eagles secondary against these wideouts.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I don't like the corners. I don't like the matchup. Uh, I am curious to see what the Steelers try to do to get Carson Wentz off his game. Very compelling matchup. I certainly would have my eyes on that one. So we got the Sunday night game, Cowboys
0: and the Bears. Man, I thought the Bears would be a little bit better this year, and I know they've had a bunch of injuries, but they look bad.
3: Yeah, they look bad. And, I, and what, I what I don't like about them, I, I don't know who their guys That's, are. No blue chippers. Yeah, I don't know who, who their star Alshon is Jeffrey. like. The, the guy who – hang on. Yeah, we can say Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, I'm worried about Kevin White. He doesn't look Kevin, right. He doesn't, he doesn't look right. And then I just don't know. I mean, you have Jay Color, but I don't know who is the crown jewel of their squad. To me, that's a significant issue. I mean, they, they're devoid of talent. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. I think Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, I think they kind of have their way. And look at Dez Bryant to have a huge game on the outside. By the way, I've got a, a good idea for a video, Sully.
0: Got yeah. Your, you got your pen? Yep. Let's go with the uh, – we should do, you know, especially with NBA season, once it gets ready to crank up, mm-hmm. we should do the starting five for every NFL team. In other words, they top five players on okay. every NFL team, and then we can stack them up. If we were going to have a power ranking based on the top five players of your team, top five. which team has the best starting five?
4: Like blue chips. Yeah. That's blue chips. There you go. Yeah. Okay. There it is. So nice. A I like video
0: it. Count. We're, we're kind of uh, uh, a little brainstorming. A little brainstorming workshopping here on there it is. the podcast. All right, last game, uh, Falcons at Saints. Buck, I like the Saints. I know you like the Falcons. It's going to be a fun matchup, though. We have a video of this one uh, with Brandon Cooks going up against Desmond Trufant.
3: Yeah, I like the Falcons in this one. I like what uh, Matt Ryan was is beginning to show in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I look for them to have a huge performance against the Saints
0: defense. All right, let's roll through these college games. I know we've kind of been taking a while here. We've, uh, we've got the ten games. Who decides these, by the way, Sully? Who gets to pick the big ten? Uh, Kent games. does. Kent, Yeah, he puts on the does. list. Kent yeah. runs point on this thing. And yeah. Kent, of course, is in first place right now. Right, we so got to catch up here. We do. Buck. All right, first game, Clemson at Georgia Tech. I mean, come on, Clemson. Ah,
4: I'm going to go Clemson, but this is always a tougher game. The triple option gives Clemson fits. No doubt. I, I'm taking Clemson. Uh, Georgia Tech's always one of those teams, too, that just seems to show up one week against a big game. Like last year was FSU and – yeah. It could be on, Could be this Thursday night matchup. That's right. All right, now we've got USC at Utah, Buck. I'm going with the fight newts.
0: What do you got, Sully? Utah. Man. Here's the thing. I, I think the change Great. at quarterback.
3: Okay, go ahead. You can be the lone wolf.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm looking down here because Kent picked them, and Kent's right. winning this whole thing, so maybe he's onto to something. I'm oh, going with gosh. the Trojans. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, Wisconsin at Michigan State. Nice early game right here. I'm going to go with Sparty. Sparty keeps rolling. Sparty. Kent went Sparty as well. Right. Georgia at Ole Miss. Kent went Ole Miss.
4: I'm going Ole Miss. I'm going Ole Miss at home too, yeah.
0: Lone Wolf time, boys. Lone Wolf. Oh, all right. no. Georgia. Give me the Bulldogs. Oh, no. They're going to have to Ole, miss, the Ole, miss, has, times. Ole miss has had to – they've had some big games now. I think we're going to see a little bit of a drop off here. They put a lot into that Bama game now. I like Georgia on the road. All right, Florida State at USF. Ding, ding, ding. Be alert. Be alert. For upset this alert. This is my upset alert yeah. here. Willie, I, like, Willie yeah. Taggart. If I had any guts at all, I would do it, but I don't. So I'll take uh, Florida State. <laughs> Willie Taggart. I'm going to go FSU. FSU. across the board. Willie Taggart going to get a big-time job after this year.
3: With uh, a tagger, took him a while. You got it going now, though.
0: All right, Florida at Tennessee, you Your volunteers. I'll mm-hmm. let you pick first.
4: Uh, uh, because of the juju, I'm just trying to get good juju. I'm picking the Gators. I said last year after that yes. that that the back to back one point wins, eleven years, back to back one point wins. I said I'm I'm never picking Tennessee again until we beat that streak. I gotta go with Florida. What, what do you got? To Buck? My I got Tennessee. Yeah, Bucky. There you go. I like that.
0: Kent went. Uh, Tennessee as well. I mean, Kent needs to quit copying my paper. (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's on my paper. Yeah. (laughs) Buckwit's an audio pod, and I almost feel bad. I can't even look at him when I do it, because I'm just going to look over here and just (laughs) look under the table.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't don't Gator chomp like that. Oh, that's just gross. Go Gators. I got Florida. You even gave me a go Gators. All right. Pitt at North Carolina. That's a no-brainer. Let's go Tar Heels. Sully? Uh, I don't know about a no-brainer. I like the way Pitt's been playing. Uh, tough loss on the road, Oklahoma State last week. But I'll take your Tar Heels.
0: Man, I want to pick Pitt here, but I'm going to go with your Tar Heels as well. See, now you're all jinxing. Can't, can't <laughs> <one with Pitt.
4: laughs> Kent's either going to open up a huge lead, lead or, 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 or,
0: or, or, or we're all catching up. up. We're all right. catching him here. Oklahoma State at Baylor. Mm. What
4: do you think, Buck? Oh, I'm going to go Baylor. I like Baylor, too. Uh, a lot of points in this one. Shootout alert. K- Golly, we are K- all – Kent's going to – going to be – Oh, my God.
0: I he know. got Oklahoma State. I'm going to go Baylor. So, the three of us have Baylor. Uh, and he's got Oklahoma State. He's going to be a lot smarter than we are picking these games. I know. Uh, Stanford at UCLA. I'll go Stanford. Uh, I don't think Stanford's that good. Personally, I don't think this is one of the better teams that they've had in years past. I don't uh, know. I think but, it kind of pedestrian. But right I – uh, I can't buy into UCLA just yet, although I think this is a, a closer game. I know Stanford's beaten them like a million times in a row.
3: but Yeah, I'm going to go with Stanford. I think Stanford going to hit him in the mouth.
4: Yep.
0: Stanford, Sully? Stanford. Uh, then we've got, ooh, a good one, A&M, Arkansas.
4: A lot of people looking at this game is who's going to challenge Bama. And this is not only in AT&T Stadium. It is. Jerry Yep.
3: This is a great matchup. They played a few times in there. Mm-hmm. What
0: do you nice. think, Buck? Oh, I got AM. Nice. I'll go AM too. I got AM as well. So we all went AM on that one. Dang, I almost want to switch it now. <laughs> well, i at mean, least you got a sprinkle. I love I, do like, I like the sprinkle I like the sprinkle a little bit. I love but, BLM uh, too. I'll tell you what, that defensive front. By the way, one of the notes we have that move to six notebook. Um, That comes out. I think it comes out tomorrow, tomorrow Friday, Mm -hmm. which we kind of compile some things we're looking forward to in the college football weekend, as well as some of our own evaluations and what we're hearing. But one of my notes, Buck, as we kind of wrap this up, I thought I want to get your take on this. I was talking to somebody about Miles Garrett, who's a stud. Now, only knock on him is that you'll see him take some plays off and doesn't necessarily chase all the time from the backside. I was talking to a personnel buddy with the team and we were talking about that and he said you know what he said I, he was at one of their games and watching them live and he said unless you see these guys live especially in that conference um, you know or really in any conference i guess i should say with sec no different than anybody else but he just said the pace at which some of these offense play there's no way for these guys to you go. Can't, you can't go 100. Can't chase. On every step. Can't run to you can't the ball. You can't do all. Those so you have to change your thinking from what it used to be 10 years ago when you were evaluating guys and you would really ding them on that. Yeah, come on, man. He's out there. He's out there the entire time. You got to pick your spots a little bit. It's going to happen.
3: You, you kind of have to. Um, it, it's interesting because I did watch the uh, Auburn game. And yeah, man, that dude. They do this bad dude. And then the yeah. guy on the other side of him, I think Deshaun Hall. Yeah, he ain't Hall, bad either. He's 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 a pretty good player. My note. Uh, for the week was interesting. Um, there's a lot of, I don't want to say, uh, question marks or a lot of disagreement in terms of what's the right comparison for Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard some people throw out the Reggie Bush thing. Nah. Boy, you don't want that. You, you put the Reggie Bush thing out there, and yep. it comes back like, no way. Yeah. He's not the same guy. Now, I had comparisons to work done. um uh, a bigger version of what Darren Sproles can do, but they say like, I think people are underestimating what Reggie Bush was able to do and how dynamic he was in college. They say, look, I like Christian McCaffrey. I like what he brings to the table as a, as a guy that can do some things out the backfield, but I don't think he's an every down guy. And I just don't think he's as electric as Reggie Bush was. And we've seen the challenges that Reggie Bush may have had during his time in the league.
0: Yeah, it's, he's going to be an interesting valuation, No question. Um, all right, Buck, we've done it. We've, previewed the uh, the big college football games we've previewed the nfl weekend and again we have a bunch of videos you guys can check out if you haven't seen them already go to youtube just just pump and uh move the sticks and all our videos will come up on there but that's going to do it for us today we will be back next week to recap all this including the 500 yard passing day from cody kessler (laughs) absolutely